What's up? It's your girl, the Brass Knuckle Beauty, and today we're going to talk about universal accomplices. Yes, I said that right. Universal accomplice. And, you know, it's got those X-Men Marvel Universe vibes, but I really mean it. I choose to believe the people that help me are my universal accomplices. And let me go into why I say accomplice over ally. First of all, my degree from the University of California, Santa Cruz is in community studies with an emphasis on economic justice. And while at Santa Cruz, it is a school that is known for, you know, protesting and uprising against systems that, you know, just don't work for us in the world. Um, At any given point in time, school could be shut down because of a protest. I remember my final year there, um, there was a building takeover and I definitely was in that building. When thinking of a universal accomplice over someone being an ally, it is because when I was in my social movement class, we talked about the power structure of an ally versus accomplice. So when you think of an ally, it's a person that has more power than you. And I have real trouble, you know, ever saying that people have more power over me because I understand for myself, it starts and ends with me. How I feel about myself is what the world is, you know, projecting right back to me. So I take ownership in that. As well as when you're an accomplice in my eyes, you're a person that's willing to get in the same amount of trouble as me. You're willing to get down and get what we need to get done. And that's it. Whereas an ally has the luxury of stepping away if it might affect them. So that's why I call the people that help me universal accomplices. And that is a way of me understanding and keeping my power and keeping my cane hand strong. So that's always why I'll refer to somebody as, you know, I need accomplices. I need comrades. I don't need an ally. And some people might be like, well, that's semantics. And I go, words mean everything. If you think about it, why do they call it spelling? Because it's casting a spell on your life. There I go with those laws of the universe again. You know, I always keep it universal. You know, that's what works for me. That's why it's keep your cane hand strong. Keep on moving forward and doing the things that you need to do, despite what anybody else has to say or thinks about you. Because you are strong and powerful. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you know that there's something that you want to do or get done. And this is the piece where you're self-reliant and you're interdependent. That doesn't mean you have to have somebody do everything for you. That means that if you got that person that'll set up your bump dots or teach you a new skill, you're learning something so you can be more independent. Yet when we have this notion that we have to do it all by yourself, that is a total lie. Because the one thing that I disagree about a lot of schools of thought or schools that serve the VIP community is that they're promoting, you got to do everything, you got to do everything, you got to do everything yourself. And I get it. Teach that self-reliant piece. Yet in teaching that independent piece, you're making people feel as if they cannot ask for help when they truly need it or when they might be in danger of something happening or if somebody's genuinely just trying to help them. They're so jaded by what they were taught 
that they don't ask for their help or the services that they need. Because I'll tell you, I've had many of the Dorothy sees the wizard moment from people that were high up, that were executives of places, and they really could barely do any of their cane skills, do any of their work. They just were able to be in a high position and have a ton of assistance that helped them. And that's the key part. There are many opportunities that you can get where you will be able to have that shared support that you need. So never think that you can't have the things that you want, need, or have. In college, I always had a body double or a reader. I was like, I'm not going to be learning how to do all these skills and trying to do a full load of classes. I'm not doing that. So I always had a reader, and that meant I would do the bulk of the work. They'd come through. They'd help me with research. They'd help me format and, um, you know, submit my papers. And that helped me be on time. That helped me graduate on time. And it just helped the process. And your grades are important. So use every single accommodations. There will be an episode about accommodations coming up very soon since we're in school season. And I'm just going to share my journey with you. So if you have any questions, email me at keepyourcanehandstrong at gmail.com and I will answer them. Even if you have some, you know, blind confessions, we can go through this. It's going to be a fun time. Remember, keep your cane hand strong. You got this.